This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. The conservative justices on the Supreme Court were skeptical of President Biden's plan to forgive student loans. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Wednesday, March 1st. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. The Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday about the student loan relief plan. The central question was whether President Biden has the authority to cancel up to $20,000 in federal student loans for millions of Americans. The court's conservatives have the majority, and they were skeptical. Supreme Court Justice John Roberts questioned the fairness of providing loan forgiveness to some and not others. He also suggested that something so costly would need Congress's involvement. If you're talking about this in the abstract, I think most casual observers would say if you're going to give up that much amount of money, if you're going to affect the obligations of that many Americans on a subject that's of great controversy, they would think that's something for Congress to act on. And if they haven't acted on it, then maybe that's a good lesson to say for the uh, president or or the um, uh, administrative bureaucracy that maybe that's not something they should undertake on their own. While these arguments were happening, protesters gathered outside the Supreme Court. Here's one student talking about what they think will happen if their student loans aren't forgiven. Obviously, it's going to be having to take one, two, maybe up to three jobs to pay those off uh, while I attend and want to pursue like a higher education. I'm not just looking out for myself. I'm also looking out for like my parents who were quite nervous when I got accepted into UT and they knew that this was probably the best route for me. They knew that they'd also have to take out parent plus loans. So they're also taking out loans. They also still got to pay those off. And so depending on what happens here today um, or what happens in the future, I just know that it's going to be an uphill battle. So what will happen next? The Supreme Court will hand down a ruling by the end of the term, which usually comes in late June, or it could decide to act sooner. At least 36 people died after two trains collided in northern Greece. That is story number two. A passenger train and a freight train crashed into each other yesterday near the city of Larissa. At least 85 people were injured. The train was traveling between two popular tourist cities, Athens and Thessaloniki. The collision was one of the country's deadliest railway accidents in decades. Number three, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot lost her bid for re-election. We were fierce competitors in these last few months, um, but I will be rooting and praying for our next mayor to deliver uh, for the people of the city for years to come. Obviously, we didn't win the election today, but I stand here with my head held high and a heart full of gratitude. She was the first black woman and first openly gay person to run America's third largest city. Lightfoot has struggled with low approval ratings as gun violence overwhelmed Chicago's streets. She also led the city through the coronavirus pandemic and the subsequent economic fallout. Two other candidates, Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson, will face off in an April 4th runoff election. Vallis is the former chief executive of Chicago Public Schools, and Brandon Johnson is a county commissioner. Number four, a winner was declared in Nigeria's historic presidential election. 
Bolo Ahmed Tinubu's victory was announced this morning. He's a member of the country's ruling party. His win came despite the unpopularity of the outgoing president. His rivals, including a popular third-party candidate, vowed to challenge the results. They claimed the election was impacted by tech problems, voter intimidation, and manipulation of results. Here's number five. The FDA announced a crackdown on imports of Trank. The drug's official name is Xylazine. It's a potent animal tranquilizer that people have been mixing with illegal drugs, like heroin and fentanyl. The mixture has devastating health consequences. Yesterday's alert will let authorities stop shipments of the drug and its ingredients. The goal is to make sure that they're only going to veterinarians. Number six, if you need a passport by this summer, get your application in ASAP. Wait times have crept up in the last month. It's taking around eight to 11 weeks for a routine application and five to seven for an expedited one. The clock starts when the office gets your application, not when you drop it in the mail. The agency also temporarily suspended its online renewal program, which could also complicate the process. And at number seven, you'll be able to talk to Microsoft's chatbot straight from your PC soon. The AI-powered Bing chatbot is being added to the search bar in Windows 11. Bing has amazed and unsettled people with its answers to complicated questions. The software update started rolling out yesterday, but you won't be able to chat with Bing unless you've made it off a wait list that has millions of people on it. And now it's time to talk about the next part of your news routine and to start earning some bragging rights. The Washington Post launched a daily news quiz this week. It's called On the Record. So here's how it works. Monday through Thursday, you get a quote that's been in the news and your challenge is to identify who said it. Over those four days, you're earning points. And then on Friday, there are 10 quotes and a big final bonus question, which you can wager all your points on and try to double your score. I'll tell you what, check it out this week and play from the beginning next week. And maybe we'll shout out some scores here on the podcast. The quiz, again, is called On the Record. Look it up or go to WashingtonPost.com news quiz. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. AI PCs built for business with Intel Core Ultra Processors and Intel vPro are optimized for hundreds of AI apps and tools to boost user productivity, all with AI-powered threat detection. Learn more at intel.com slash itheroes.